0: Welcome to Breaking It Down with DeAnthony, with your host Devin Anthony. Welcome to the latest edition of Breaking It Down with DeAnthony. Uh, a lot of NBA things to talk about today as the season has sadly come to a close, but the off season will be probably just as entertaining as the regular season and someone was saying the other day in the press that the M- it was Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen. He was saying that the NBA is a 365 365 day um, operation. It's, it's something that's always going. There's always something to talk about with the NBA, and that's why I just love talking about NBA so much. So NBA Finals, as many of you may have known, the Toronto Raptors were able to pull it off. Even though I said Warriors in six, I was completely wrong. I didn't want the Warriors to win, um, but my unbiased opinion was that they still were going to win in six, but it was actually flipped, and Toronto ended up Winning in six games, so I'm going to have a little breakdown for you guys of each game, uh, my thoughts and what happened. So game one, Toronto won 118 to 109. Uh, it was a, it was a good game, uh, a lot of back and forth, a lot of high energy, obviously from the fans because um, it was it was the Raptors' first NBA Finals game um, in their history of the franchise, and so the crowd just gave gave the team the energy they needed uh, to push through and win the game. Uh, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for four, 55, 55 points that game. Um, the Warriors without Kevin Durant that game. Uh, but DeMarcus Cousins was back after going down in game one in the first round. So more than six weeks, he finally comes back. Um he suffered an injury in that in that first game of the first round uh, against the Clippers, and so basically, he didn't play the whole postseason. Then he he was able to come back and he played he played a couple minutes in game one. Didn't have a huge impact. He did have he had more of an impact as the as the series went on later and later. Uh, but that game, he just didn't really look like himself. On the other side, uh, Kawhi Leonard, who ended up winning NBA Finals MVP, scored twenty three points that game. Um, Marcus Paul came up huge, had twenty. But the player of the game was uh, Pascal Siakam, who also had just an absolute phenomenal series. Um, He had 32 in game one, and he shot 14 for 17. Just nobody could stop him, just making shot after shot. And that's why his nickname is Spicy P. (laughs) I love that nickname. Uh, So, yeah, as I said, he just took over the game. Uh, He couldn't miss, and the fans were just crazy loud for their first NBA Finals game in franchise history. So that's about a summary of what happened for game one. Game two, um, 109 to 104, Golden State Warriors. They were able to pull it off, um, which was huge to not go down 2 0. And they were, able to, they were able to split those first two games and pull off a huge road win. Uh, Steph Curry and Quinn Cook, guard out of Duke, who was undrafted, came up huge. Late in the game, made a huge three. Uh, Curry made some other huge threes. Uh, Andre Iguodala had a dagger in the last seconds of the game. He's left wide open, um, and he he gave the Warriors the win. And Klay Thompson did go down um, in the fourth quarter of that game, and he ended up uh, being diagnosed with a strained hamstring. So he was not able to play in game three, which I'll talk about soon. Uh, Game two, Kawhi had 34 points. A uh, big game from him, but really no one else in Toronto made a major contribution that game, which isn't very common for the Raptors because usually, but they are a very deep team and usually everyone steps up. But that night it was really just Kawhi, and no one else really had that good of a game. Uh, Fred VanVleet did have a decent game; he scored 17, but no one else scored more than him, more than him and Kawhi. Um, but everybody on the Warriors stepped up, especially, especially Steph Curry. And it was just a huge win for Golden State not to go down 2-0. So game three goes back to Golden State, back to Oracle Arena. And I was very surprised with the outcome. I thought going back to Oracle, uh, the Warriors would wipe Toronto out. But then I saw at the beginning of the game, Klay Thompson wasn't playing. Um, he was questionable. He was, suited up, he was suited up and everything. But because of that strained hamstring, he they wanted, they wanted to sit it out. Um, Toronto pulled off a huge road win huge um, really proved themselves that game and they won 123 to 109. Uh, so as I said no Clay still no Kevin Durant uh, and it was, it was I mean without Clay Thompson it became a very winnable game for Toronto in Oracle. I think with Clay I thought the Warriors would have destroyed them but no Clay Toronto easily was able to win the game. Um, and impressed a lot of people. That game, Steph Curry absolutely put the team on his back. Uh, He scored 47 points, uh, making six six three-pointers, and 47 was the most anybody scored the whole series, and the Warriors still didn't win. Uh, No Clay, no KD, Cousins had limited minutes again, uh, so Curry kind of had to feel what LeBron had to go through the last two years. when he kind of had to put the team his back and they still weren't able to win any games. So Curry, every, on Twitter, people were kind of saying to Curry, hey, you know how LeBron feels last year and stuff when they got swept, even though LeBron was playing absolutely out of his mind. Uh, so Curry, he couldn't do it all, though. Uh, just against a deep Toronto team, everybody stepped up for Toronto. Uh, they all played well, and all five starters scored in double digits, which was, which was pretty impressive for Toronto. Pascal Siakam finished with 18 points. Marcus Saul finished with 17. Danny Green finished with 18. Kyle Lowry had 23. Big game from him. Uh, and Kawhi. Kawhi had 30 points. Uh, so Steph Curry had the most points that game. Kawhi right behind him with 30. Uh, and then Van Vliet, he, he had such a good series. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later towards the end. But I'm just... I can't believe how good Fred Van Vliet was this series. And he came in game three, he came off the bench and scored uh, 11 points. So, game four, another game in Oracle. Clay Thompson is back uh, after sitting out one game. You'd think this would be a very winnable game for the Warriors. But again, Toronto proves everybody wrong and wins 105 uh, to 92. And those are the kind of wins that you call a statement win. Um, even with Klay, they proved that they could still win in Oracle. Uh, and it was just a huge win for them, and it wasn't less win game for Golden State to tie the series instead of going down three one, but they lost the game and they went down three one. So as I say, Clay was back. He had twenty eight points. Curry had twenty seven that game. But yet again, the Ra- the Raptors they had better team play, better team play, and that's honestly what won them the series. Is they played better at a te- as a team, and they just have they just have more depth than uh, Golden State. Their bench. They just have a better bench. Um, All their starters make a contribution every game. Um, And once again, Kawhi just came up huge, scored 36 points in game four and shot 50%. There's always, I felt like this whole final, there was always an unexpected hero that kind of just came out of nowhere. Uh, Game four, that was Serge Ibaka. Uh, He had 20 points off the bench uh siakam had 19 siakam was pretty consistent throughout the finals um but ibaka had a huge game in game four and especially Kawhi, as i said who had 36 and honestly this game had golden state fans holding their breath and their team was down 3-1 and it was going back to toronto uh toronto definitely was they're were, they were expected to close it out in game five um, Warriors fans were worried that would have been the last game in Oracle ever as they're moving to a new stadium next year. And so Game 5, Toronto's expected to go back, uh, close it out at home. Uh, but right before the game, a little before the game, it was announced Kevin Durant is back. KD was back. And... Now people were now people were finally starting to think. Okay, the Warriors actually have a chance to come back. Now, it was an extremely eventful game of just ups and downs. Um, Golden State did win the game, one hundred six to one hundred five. So within one point came down to the very end, and it was just a huge win for Golden State. So as I said, KD had finally come back, uh, and he started the game making three straight three pointers, and he was just he was looking like his old self. Uh, he was shooting lights out, and it was it should have made Toronto fans scared, and they were, because uh, if he if he would have played in the rest of the series, they I think the Warriors had a very good chance of uh, winning Game Five. Well, they did win Game Five of winning Game Six and Seven as well. Uh, that was Katie's first game after nine games um, after he missed nine games in the postseason uh, with the right calf injury that he suffered in the in the Houston Rocket series. Uh, Toronto in this game, Toronto looked like, uh, as I said, they could be in trouble if KD kept playing like this. But, there's a but, early in the second quarter, Kevin Durant was trying to dribble past Ibaka, and he went down. And just fans were holding their breath. There was serious frustration from all the players uh, to see him going down again. He was not able to return to the game. He had an MRI the next day, and he had a ruptured right Achilles tendon. Absolutely Devastating news for the Warriors. Um, it's just, you never want to see that. I, I don't prefer, um, Kevin Durant's not my favorite player. I don't have any respect for him for leaving OKC uh, three years ago to join the super team with the Warriors. But you can't deny his greatness and you can't deny, um, and I, I honestly do have a little bit more respect for him now to try to come back and help his team uh, help his team come back from this three-one deficit, but it's just so it was just so sad and so frustrating to see him go down. Uh, as an NBA fan, even though I'm not a fan of him, uh, I don't particularly care for him. Just to see him go down, he's just trying to help his team, and now he's most likely gonna be out for the rest of the next season. And it was just a real blow to the Warriors. They were able to they were able to uh, play great the, the rest of the game to Marcus Cousins had a great game, uh, and propelled, and definitely propelled the Warriors at least at, right after KD went down. Um, but the Warriors were down six points with three minutes to go. Champagne was on ice and everything for the Raptors. To start celebrating a win, uh, their first win, their first finals win in NBA history. And, and so everybody watching thought, okay, this is over. Toronto's up six with three minutes to go. No way. No way do they lose this game. But here comes Steph Curry. Uh, hit big time shots and he gave Curry, well, and it was Clay as well. Clay was the one that hit the big time shots uh, to give Golden State the lead. And it was Curry leading as well. Uh, Curry finished with 31 points, Clay with 26, and Cousins with 14, who again came up huge off the bench. Kawhi had 26 that game. And Lowry, Kyle Lowry had a corner three. At the buzzer to win the game, and it didn't even hit the rim. And Golden State was able to pull off a nail biter. What a game that was, game five. So now, game six. The last, it ended up being the last game in the finals because Toronto uh, was able to close up the series, winning 114 to 110. It was the last game in the finals, and it was the best game in the finals. Uh, It was the most exciting back and forth game of the series. There were 18 lead changes, nine ties. And no team went up more than nine points. It was just a game where both teams left it all out on the court, uh, making it very entertaining for the fans. And the unexpected hero in this game, Kyle Lowry. Uh, Lowry really turned it on early, scoring the first eight points of the game all by himself. Uh, he made four three-pointers, had 10 assists, and finished the game with 26 points. You could just you could just tell that game that Lowry... Um, wanted the, wanted it the most. He just wanted it the most. He's a guy on the team who's been there the longest. He's been there since uh, 2013, and he just wanted this so much. And as an NBA fan, I'm just so happy to see him to finally have success, that success, and to ha- finally have a ring. And you just got to be happy for him because he, he's one of those guys that that just grinds and just wants to help the team win. And isn't a selfish guy, but just wants to help the team win. And even though his best friend, De DeRozan, was traded for Kawhi, and that probably devastated him. Uh, Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard really did something special this year and, was, and were able to um, were able to pull off and become a championship team. Kawhi didn't have a great shooting game, Game 6, and he didn't really play like his normal self, uh, but he made he made some big shots when Toronto needed him to, and he ended up finishing with 22 points. Ibaka had a big game as well. Uh, a lot of his points coming towards the end of the game, and he had 15. But my player of the game, that game, Kyle Lowry, don't get me wrong, had an absolute great game. Uh, same, with, same with Siakam, who had 26. Um, but I think Fred, Fred, Fred Van Vliet, dang, that's a hard name to say. I think Fred Van Vliet um, was a player of the game. Uh, he was just absolutely fearless. He just kept shooting, and he just got the job done. Uh, coming off the bench, he played 34 minutes. Uh, he hit five threes, including two huge threes in the final stages, and he finished with 22 points and just really proved himself. Fun fact about Fred Van Vliet, he was undrafted, didn't get drafted, uh, point guard out of Wichita State. Um, he was a guy who played in the G League, which is the league uh, below the NBA. Uh, Siakam played in the G League as well, so both guys um that were actually playing for the Raptors this year that came up huge in the finals and were both huge contributors um, for Toronto. And not only in the finals, but also in the playoffs in general. In Game 6, uh, Curry had 20 pulling points, and he just didn't have a great shooting game. He was 6 for 17 and 3 for 11 uh, from 3, and he didn't really look like his normal self, didn't make big shots when he needed to. Um, and along with that, he missed the potential game-winning 3 in the final seconds uh, to win that game. Clay Thompson, he had a huge game. Uh, He shot, a great game. He shot extremely well. However, early in the fourth quarter, he went up for a dunk uh, that was contested by Danny Green, and he fell awkwardly and was just menacing with pain. You You can just tell this is the same kind of situation with KD, that this is something he's, this is a bad injury. Uh, no one could believe it. Everyone was in frustration and shock in the arena. Um, he did finish with 30 points, but he, the next day, um, they found out that he has a torn ACL in his left knee. So when he went down in the early in the fourth quarter, he wasn't able to come back. Um, and now he has a torn ACL in his left knee. And so Katie and Clay, they're both, they're both likely to miss most of next season. Uh, Clay might come back for the playoffs. Uh, depending on how his recovery goes, but it looks like Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant's injury is a little bit worse, even even because he was coming off that calf injury, and he could most likely be out uh, the whole season and postseason. Uh, but they're also they're both free agents this summer, uh, both injured now. I think Golden State have a very good chance of re-signing them both because I don't know how many teams want to sign injured players. Yes, KD and Clay are freaks of nature of athletes and they're some of the best players in the league but i think i think they'll re-sign with the warriors and they will want some redemption when they do come back and to uh, rebuild that dynasty again so here comes the lakers here comes the lakers with the warriors not looking like they're going to be great next year without uh clay thompson and kevin durant Really, only Steph Curry, and if he even if he doesn't stay healthy, then the Warriors can be a lot of, in a lot of trouble because they're not very deep as a team. Um, a couple days after the finals, the Lakers have traded Bonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and three first-round picks, including this year's number four pick for 26-year-old Anthony Davis. They got Anthony Davis. They got the guy they wanted. Uh, they were trying to trade for him in February at the trade deadline. wasn't able to happen and the Lakers season kind of just took a turn from there for the worse and they they didn't win very many games towards the end obviously uh didn't make the playoffs for the Lakers I think this is a good trade because LeBron got the superstar he wanted now LeBron and AD Anthony Davis are playing alongside each other and they're just both they're both such strong guys they both they know how to dominate and I think it puts the Lakers as real contenders next year as both Kate, as both uh, LeBron and Anthony Davis are top five players in this league. But here's the problem the Lakers now only have $23 million in cap space, and they still need to sign seven other players because now only guaranteed they have Kyle Kuzma, Moritz Wagner, Isaac Bonga, uh, LeBron James, and Anthony Davis. So they don't have enough money to sign a big free agent like Jimmy Butler, or Kemba, or Kemba Walker, um, or possibly Kyrie, but they could sign guys like maybe like JJ J. Reddick. Uh, from the Sixers, Seth Curry, uh, Stephen Curry's brother, who plays for the Trailblazers, um, Reddick and Seth Curry are both great shooters, and that's the thing that LA really needs to try to get this offseason is, is good shooters that could surround Anthony Davis and LeBron because they did not have that last year, and it and it really hurt them. You could tell. For the Pelicans, um, they this is a good trade because this is a good trade for them because now they have a very young team. And lots of draft picks, and they were able to get rid of Anthony Davis, um, f- for some great pieces, and all, And as I said, picks including the number one, and well, they have the number one pick uh, just because off the lottery, and that will they'll most likely uh, draft Zion. They're expo- They're expected to, and they get the number four pick from the Lakers this year. So it's a win. It's a win for the Pelicans because they were able to get rid of Anthony Davis. Who would have had to play for them this year, but was obviously he was expect he was uh, expressing that he wanted to be traded, and so he would have just left anyways the next summer, and the Pelicans wouldn't have got anything from it. But instead, now they have now they have Brandon Ingram, who's a great player if he's healthy. Um, same with Lonzo, great player when he's healthy, and Josh Hart, who's a good shooter and has high energy uh, on the court. So I think the Pelicans win the trade in the long run. But I think L.A. wins the trade right now. Uh, L.A. are obviously the better tender for next year. Um, I still think with all the controversy, James Harden, Chris Paul, uh, what's been going on with them, um, and also with the Nuggets, Rockets and Nuggets I still think are a better team than the Lakers just overall. But I I think come postseason if the Lakers do make the playoffs, I think they will now because they have Anthony Davis uh, to play alongside LeBron. I think the Lakers could be better. They're a better. They'll definitely be a better uh, postseason team, and I think they have a very good chance of making the finals, especially now that the Warriors don't have their full team uh, without Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant. So, the question is: This is the big because qu- now the off now the off has started, and free agents can sign anywhere they want starting uh, late June, early July. Where does Kyrie Irving and Kawhi Leonard end up? They're both. This is, this is probably the biggest, like, just like the selection of free agents this summer, the biggest names I think the NBA has ever had. Um, there's just so many great players in free agency this summer, and it'll be interesting to see where, how everything shakes up and where everybody will end up. So the question is, how does, uh, where does Kyrie Irving and Kawhi Leonard end up? Uh, I think there's a much better chance for Kyrie to leave than Kawhi. I think Kyrie may be signed to the Nets. Or if he's willing to take less money with the Lakers, he does that to go play with LeBron uh, and Anthony Davis. But I think I think Kyrie um, I think there's a very high there's a very good chance that he'll end up signing with uh, Brooklyn Nets. I think I think Kawhi should re-sign with the Raptors. Um just now that now that, that he's comfortable with this team after playing a year with them, and they want a, they won a freaking championship. They won a championship. In his first year with all these guys, and he was just and he's proved why he's one of the best players in the NBA right now, um, and he was able to lead the team. Uh, to, now that now everybody on that team has a ring, and now the Raptors have their first uh, championship win in, in uh, franchise history, and so I think Kawash either resign because they have another very good chance to make it back to the finals and possibly win again, or I think he should go uh, to L- to the LA Clippers. Because they're just such a deep team, um, they're not—they're not—they don't have a—they're te- not a team that has—they're without any all-stars, but they're a very deep team that knows how to play and, and work together, and they won a lot of games during the regular season and in the first round of the, uh, in the postseason. Everyone thought the Warriors were going to sweep them, but they ended up taking the Warriors six games, and were really able to prove themselves as a team. So if they add a star, uh, an all-star like Kawhi, I think they could be a big contender uh, as well. So that's all I have to say today. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how everything shakes up this, this offseason. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.